When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow! Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host Chris Broad and we're joined by top London radio DJ and certified Japanophile, Donnie, Mr Pete Donaldson. <laughs> How you doing Pete? That's not allowed, that's a bit of naughty that is Chris. Donnie, his old nickname from school. Yeah. When you- he got bullied... For that, <laughs> <laughs> you little school bully. What a naughty little boy. Um, Chris, I've got a board yeah. to pick with you, mate. Right. You recommended a little while ago a restaurant that your Japanese friend said was very good in uh, London. Now, I went on the website. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't book on the website. You had to call them. But I didn't book. I thought it'll be fine. If they haven't got like a booking system on the website, um, right. it'll be fine. So I turned up with a lady, try to get in. And they wouldn't let us in because they didn't have a booking and the man was rather rude. So I'm laying this all at your door, Chris Broad, with your terrible restaurant recommendations. Your scruffy haircut, mate. <laughs> your scruffy appearance. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, um, a lot of Japanese businesses, um, they don't have an online booking system. Certainly in London, all of the Japanese restaurants, mm. oh, the Okonomi restaurant I really like, um, the, all of the karaoke places and stuff, it's all on the phone. It's all in half Japanese, half English. It's all quite difficult to do. But uh, I've got my eye on that restaurant, and at one point I will go to that darn restaurant... And I will enjoy myself because it doesn't. To be fair, it does even, look very good. I don't even remember recommending a restaurant again. <laughs> I don't know where this has come from. I think you've made it up again, <laughs> doing something in my name. Oh, but really? I just <laughs> don't recall. <laughs> I was reading some news today uh, about something. I, it's, as you know, Japan has this obsession with school that I find we don't really have in the UK that much. There's not that many. TV shows or things about school. No, I mean we had like uh, we had like Grange Hill, didn't we, for a bit, and that stopped. We did. That's about it, really. But in Japan, it's like every manga, every anime, everything. It seems to be about school. Do you for some reason? Do you think? Do you think that people have such a rough time at work with you know stress (laughs) and long hours? Um, Like I've got a couple of mates who they had a really good time at school where they were cock of the walk. They were the man or woman, and they really enjoyed school, and so that. 
they um, they talk about school a lot, and they all of their stories are about what happened at school, and it was a mm. long time ago now, and they they keep reminiscing about you know do you remember when this happened, do you remember that happened, because they're not making new memories because they're just stressed out, and the real world is quite difficult. So maybe there's a little bit of escapism there. I think so. I think in Japan, school represents innocence to some extent, mm. right? It's a sort of... Oh, yeah, they're perverts there. as well. <laughs> let's, not, let's make that very clear. <laughs> no, I mean, not perverts. like that. Although that is what the article's about. <laughs> you know which article it is, right? Oh, is this the, um, the secret love letter? Yes. Japanese wow. teacher gives secret love letter to junior high school girl. Gets his heart broken. I right. love that. What yeah. a title. Yeah, see, Sounds like a plot out of an anime. Exactly. It does sound like a plot, like a plot out of an anime. But the, th- the, th- the thing that I like is, in any other part of the world, it'd be a Japanese teacher... So this is how it goes in Japan. <laughs> or in the, on the Japan interest news story. Japanese teacher gives a secret love letter to junior high school girl, gets his heart broken. Anywhere else in the world, that would be, Japanese teacher gives secret love letter to junior high school girl, goes to prison. <laughs> That's how that would end. Anywhere else in the world. <laughs> What do you do? So there was this guy, a uh, teacher at a school in Hyogo Prefecture, near Kobe, the city of Kobe, mm. uh, and he left a letter uh, in a student's desk, uh, a, a girl's desk, saying, if you have a crush on the teacher, give some sort of sign, right? <laughs> now, at first, that could have been written by anyone, mm. as you'd expect. Mm. You, know, you never know who could have written that. It's a little bit odd, though. Um, what, what sort of sign... Is, are they expecting? Anyway, the letter quickly <laughs> became fire. a topic of gossip, right? So the student, she showed it to her classmates. She even showed it to the 30-something male teacher to ask if he knew who wrote it. And he was like, <laughs> no, I, I don't know who's written this. This is a mystery. Um, and then one day when the teacher was alone with the girl in the classroom, apparently asked her, so do you actually like me then? Um, oh, revealing that he was kind of the guy he wanted to know. Uh, and apparently he revealed it was him because he found the girl to be admirable for doing lots of homework or some weird excuse like that. <laughs> anyway, he did get reprimanded for it. Reprimanded? it's all a bit dodgy. Just reprimanded. Just, just reprimanded. I think he's lost his job. I think he's lost his job. But yeah, in the UK, that would be fast track to prison, wouldn't it? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Things. There'd be some kind of... Um... There'd be some kind of uh, group from uh, Facebook, like a, um, oh, what do you call it when you're an illegal police force? Uh, vigilante. There'd be like a, a, an vigilante. anti, there'd be an anti-pedo vigilante group chasing you around the uh, uh, the streets. That's how it works. I mean, what, an odd what was he expecting to happen? It's pretty <laughs> worrying stuff, isn't it? Well, right. I think what he was expecting to happen Give me is, some even, sort of is even worse than what he actually did, you know what I mean? Good Lord. Grow up. Mm. Grow up. Find someone your own age, you weirdo. And that's uh, what I <laughs> think about that. You'd make a great that. judge, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> the law. See you on... Pete Donaldson's See standards. you on non-swing. See you on you B-wing. weirdo. Get out. Get Straight out. to Go prison. prison. Unbelievable scenes. <laughs> Uh, Right, (laughs) next email, next email, next uh, email from the news, next news uh, item. Uh, Restaurant manager arrested for armed robbery of his own (laughs) restaurant. (laughs) Yes, so this is a story I found, it's actually not recent, I I was reading just online the other day and I came across this story, which piqued my interest. Uh, Apparently the manager of a restaurant in uh, Saga Prefecture in the south, He, uh, he, he owns a... He was managing a yakitori grilled chicken skewer restaurant, right? Mm. And he went in holding a knife and ordered the staff to hand over all the money. Uh, and then the staff, but the staff recognised the voice, this masked man. <laughs> they recognised it and they went, oh, isn't that you, Mr. Sato? <laughs> Mr. Sato, the manager, removed his mask and went, 
Yes, good. Uh, watch out for robberies. It was this was a this was a training exercise, and they went, ah, oh, right, yeah. Although, obviously, no manager has ever done that because it's a ridiculous <laughs> thing to do. And then he carried on. He he tried to get. He uh, called the police a few weeks later, uh, saying that uh, two people had come in and stolen three hundred thousand yen, which is about two thousand pounds or two thousand six hundred dollars. And it turned out that he'd actually just taken it himself and had embezzled all the money himself. <laughs> uh, but the fact that he tried to rob a place that he managed, where all the staff knew who he was, <laughs> what is wrong with this man? <laughs> this is like the premise of a fantastic comedy, isn't it? Oh, it's insane. I, I just like the fact sorry. that he kind of goes in and they go, uh, oh, are you, sorry, are you Mr Sato? And then he goes, um, <laughs> that was a training exercise, watch out for robberies. <laughs> and that was it, that was it. Oh, my God. I mean, it's not is a bad. Is, you, it's thinking, Sato? On his, thinking on his feet, it's not bad, is it? It's like <laughs> you trying to rob Absolute Radio. Yeah, and with like, a very distinctive a mask voice. Trying to do a stupid voice. <laughs> <laughs> then I've, I've used all my stupid voices. They know what my stupid voices sound like. Dreadful. Very, very weird. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Good old Mister um, Sato. What else are the news? Well. Japan seems to have an obsession with clear drinks at the moment. I right. don't know why. I've never really got it. Uh, not only as. Asahi released a kind of coffee latte that's clear, but Coca-Cola Japan what? has also released Clear Coke this month, which mm. is Coke that's clear, uh, and it's got no calories, no colour, but apparently it tastes the same as regular Coke. No, regular come Coke. on now. Can't say regular. It must be like regular Diet Coke, surely, because I remember in the uh, 90s, you probably don't remember this, but there was a Tab Clear, which was quite a big deal. Um, I think it went for a little bit longer in uh, America, but over here, I think it lasted for about six months. Yeah, so what, Coke Clear was actually a thing, right? Yeah, yeah, for quite a while, Coke. yeah. Yeah. But, uh, How can that work? <laughs> well, I think the bigger leap is uh, milky teas. How could you make a clear milky tea? And also, <laughs> clear liquid <laughs> coffee. How do you do that? How do you turn it from brown to... Oh, it's almost like something oh. Jesus might do. It is, isn't it? It's up there with the miracles, turning coffee, brown coffee into clear coffee. That's <laughs> what Jesus would have done. Uh, I've yet to try these two drinks, but I will try them. I might even put them in a video. Mate, well, so, if we've learned nothing else, just film you drinking a clear cork going, yeah, it tastes a bit like cork, but it's clear. A hundred million views. It's the sort views. of thing that would do well, depressingly. Hugely. Right, as a YouTuber, the people just love reviewing products like i remember a few years ago i made a video about kit kats kit kats yeah. in japan are like a big thing for some reason um whilst kit kats are like a disposable cheap chocolate bar in the west mm. uh in japan they're kind of seen as this decadent luxurious wonderful confectionery and you get all these different flavors like uh strawberry and I'm trying to think of a flavour now. Uh, wasabi. Like wasabi is pretty wasabi's popular. a big one, isn't it? Yeah, it kind of works, though, isn't yeah. it? It's very peppery. It, like, it's basically um, mixing the sweet with the a kind of peppery kind of uh, whatever Yeah, it does. It, it actually is. works. I remember mm. last year I made a video in a capsule hotel in uh, Ginza and I bought a pack of uh, wasabi Kit Kats and I just ate them all on camera just to review them and then yeah. I went to bed in the capsule and I just couldn't sleep because I my stomach was on fire from all of the wasabi Kit Kats I'd just consumed well I, re I remember Idiots. I remember right. watching that video before I met you and I, was, I remember thinking there's a lot of Kit Kats before Dickhead. bed <laughs> <laughs> that's a, a lot of Kit Kats <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, it's 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 it is it is fascinating, like walking into like a Don Quixote or um, like a department store or something and seeing an unnamed department store and seeing like just loads of like really fancy boxes for for Kit Kats and stuff. They are seen as being well well decadent. I'm yet to see a Kit Kat chunky, to be honest, but uh, maybe they're coming. Imagine a Kit Kat chunky but wasabi flavored. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're rare. They're but, um, <laughs> my favourite, the best Kit Kat flavor I had this year was banana flavor. Oh, that would Actually work. Yeah, quite well. Yeah. Banana Kit Kat. But again, you know, that, that's something we think, like, I think um, when uh, you're a filmmaker, you kind of overthink stuff, but it is just, just film yourself eating some bloody Kit Kats, going, here are the new flavours, here's a new review, here's some coolish. Secret of success, yeah, yeah, YouTuber. Yeah. Review some things. One idea I've got, actually, at the moment I'm thinking about doing is a uh, instant noodle video, reviewing things like cup noodle and yes, instant ramen, because okay. there's loads of varieties, right? You've probably seen in a convenience store or a supermarket. There are just so many damn varieties. And I thought it'd be quite fun to review them. Only thing is, they are disturbingly unhealthy. The amount of, like, salt and cornstarch and diabetes they put in each one. If I had, like, four bowls back-to-back, I think it'd be the end of me. (laughs) So that's the only thing that's prevented me from doing it. I'm genuinely worried about my health. I mean, like, each each packet of, like, ramen noodles in in the main, it's around, like, 600 calories each one. Like, which isn't ideal yeah. if you if you're having more than more than one bowl. But God, it's when you when you crack it open delicious. and just see you crack open the bowl, mm. this styrofoam bowl, and there's just these hard-looking noodles inside. <laughs> At first, you think, "Oh God, how can this be good?" But you pour some hot water on, give it five minutes, job done. It's Bloody the delicious. meal from heaven. Yeah, yeah. So I've nice. cut noodle once every two or three weeks. I'd say. Oh, they're they're very I'm good. Feeling they're, a bit lazy. They're very they're very easy to make, and they're just so delicious. There's a, there's this um there's this kimchi flavored one around the corner for me that I uh, occasionally indulge in when I'm feeling rather lazy. But it's kind of hard. Like I'm trying I'm trying to sort of lose weight myself a little bit because it's just like I'm. A, um, my fighting weight is ten. You're thin. My fighting weight is ten stone, but like, but I've just got a little, little, little old man's belly, see. Um, and so I'm, I'm rocking around the about eleven, eleven sort of stone weight. So I'm, I'm trying to consume around about one thousand three hundred calories every day, and it, it, it's e- eminently doable. You'd think it wouldn't be, but it, it re- really is eminently doable. And just choosing the right things. Uh, ain't a lot of chicken. Like, just eat a lot of chicken like not and Kit Kats. not Kit Kats. <laughs> not yeah, Kit Kats. What, and well, not that's the thing, though, isn't it? And it's like uh, I think. Um, with me, my, my the problem with me is a I like beer and lots of it at the weekend. I don't drink during you the do. week, uh, and also um, nice. candy. I like candy. So like after I've had a meal, I got into this routine. My whole life after a, after a meal, I would have to eat something sweet, which is just stupid. Because like you just it's just silly. Have a banana or something. But I'm I'm trying exactly. My best. I, that's that's how <laughs> I lost weight actually uh, a few years ago, and how I'm doing it now actually mm. is I I kind of feel the same way. I feel like I need something sweet. But yeah. rather than have Kit Kats and chocolate biscuits, I've substituted it for fruit. Mm. Like now I have like a mango or peach or yeah. banana or something. It's far more, it's far healthier, right? And much more satisfying. Afterwards, you, you feel healthy and not so guilty. So that's one thing to take away from this podcast <laughs> it is eat fruit instead of cake. <laughs> and Kit Kat. I've just um, I've just remembered that I um, bought three packs of natto and they're in the um, fridge upstairs. So fermented might, soybeans might get enjoyed. Uh, might get involved with that a little bit later on. Sitting there in Soho, pot noodle in one hand, <laughs> natto rotten, in the other, eating rotten natto with my other hand. British dream. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's dive in. Let's to dive the fact in some machine. emails. Lovely. Because we've got quite. A, we've had quite a lot of um, emails piling up, especially after Natsuki the movie. Yes. We've had a, 
a bit of an influx of yeah. emails from you guys. So let's dive in. What have we got, Pete? Uh, shall we go with Alex's? Uh, we're going to read this one out last week, but we'll, we'll put it in this yes, one now. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Uh, after watching the critically acclaimed Natsuki the movie recently, <laughs> I just have a quick and somewhat personal question for Chris, please. In it, Chris mentions how Natsuki was the first person with whom he formed a meaningful connection after a year or so of being in Japan. Therefore, I was intrigued as to how he felt in the period between first moving there and first meeting Natsuki and what he did to keep himself busy when he didn't know many people there. I asked this as a teacher who's uh, considering teaching abroad. I often think about doing so in Japan as I visited a few cities there uh, last summer and loved it. However, one of the main things that unnerves me about this is starting afresh, especially in terms of a social life. Much love, Alex. It's difficult, isn't it, Chris? It's difficult. It's difficult. Uh, actually, you know what? The first year wasn't really an issue because I did what right. all teachers in Japan do and just hung around with other foreigners. And it kind of helped me ease into Japan a little bit. Uh, that first mm. year, if I wasn't hanging out with foreigners and just drinking and just hanging out with foreigners, drinking, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't have... I, I, would, I, would, I was just sitting inside studying Japanese. Um, and... I don't know, I, I found the people where I lived in Yamagata to be quite shy. Mm. But I think it was just me. The reason I didn't make many friends, many Japanese friends, was, was down to me not going out and making an effort. And because I didn't know any Japanese, I felt a bit uncomfortable and a bit yeah. shy. And it, it limited my options, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, but it didn't really feel like an issue because of the foreign community. And you'll find that if you come here to teach English, no matter where you're placed in Japan, even in the far-flung... Uh, countryside like I was you're still going to have foreign people around foreign mm. other foreign teachers you can mix with and hang out with and there's always a good strong network there but what I will say is don't get too attached to it make sure you still try and get involved with the Japanese community and in my second year I went from having no friends to having like four or five really strong Japanese friends mm. and my whole experience changed and that's when I knew that I wanted to stay in Japan longer I think if I hadn't met Natsuki and I hadn't I did, at the time I had a Japanese girlfriend and I had, hadn't dated her and met various Japanese friends along the way and stayed in the foreigner community then I probably would have left Japan after two years because I would have felt like oh I'm done you know I've kind of seen yeah, everything done that, yeah. Yeah. but by going into Jap- by really immersing myself in the culture and meeting people it kind of drew me deeper into Japan and made me realise there was a lot more to it than the foreigner bubble so yeah I think it's not an issue Alex good, good luck to you mm. do go for it and uh, remember don't mix with too many foreigners for too, <laughs> too much of the time. Uh, Get that, out there. Yeah, thank you for your email. Find your Natsuki. Alex. Find your Natsuki. At night, <laughs> yeah, just go in the street and Natsuki or someone like Natsuki will just find you <laughs> walking down the street. They'll go, foreigner, and then they'll come over and then they'll be your best friend and you'll make a movie about them. Mm. The end. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at MintMobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And to my surprise, I stumbled across a secret sexy club. Wow. Dear Chris and Pete, a question for the both of you, all the way from North Carolina. Oh la la! Pete, as someone who frequently goes to Japan, what's one thing or place or activity you must or wouldn't mind doing every trip you make? Chris, I wanted to theme your question around Natsuki the movie. You've made a range of videos from your assimilation into Japanese culture, learning Japanese, vlogs, travel information, and now even a movie. What's the next video style or theme you want to do next? And please answer the video as Chad from Seattle all the best from Zeke <laughs> who's Chad from Seattle Chad from Seattle is my alter ego oh I didn't know that I basically Did I know this? I, he, he, Zeke must have watched a video I made a while back with on another channel where I talked about how basically I got a hate mail once somebody said I was fake mm. somebody was like oh you're fake Chris abroad in Japan and I, I was going to make a whole sketch where I pretended to be <laughs> this guy Chad from Seattle and I was going to pretend like it was all a joke. And I was going to be like, oh, this whole thing, this whole time's just been a big joke. Like, I'm actually making these videos out of my parents' garage in uh, Seattle. And uh, I was going to click my fingers, and like this green screen was going to come down behind me and like just kind of reveal that I was in Seattle. It was going to be really clever, oh. but it didn't happen. Well, I realised well, it was too much effort. Maybe maybe that will be your next video. The uh, Chad from Seattle yeah. rebirth 2.0. Ch- Chad from Seattle. What a name, Chad. Chad's, I don't know why I chose Chad either. Well, Chad Chad is the name that those, you know, those incel um, lads who can't get girlfriends, uh, who, and so instead of, you know, dealing with their own 
um, Cummings, they uh, decide that um, women are the <laughs> enemy and that they should be punished. Uh, just, you know, just right. another thing wrong with 2018, basically. Uh, they always call the jocks chads. Uh, and they always called the girls right. Stacy. So that so the big muscle men who are getting all the girls, they're known as the jocks. Basically, they're known as chads. So uh, that that name forever has been tainted really? for me. Uh, and also during the election that elected, I think George Bush, the hanging chad. Uh, the voting mechanism dictated that you had to punch a hole in a voting paper, and there were a lot of hanging, hanging chads, uh, which meant that George Good Bush Lord. was uh, w- was put into office uh, when perhaps he didn't deserve it. If you believe, if Certain you are named Chad, please do comment on this. <laughs> yeah, apologies, Chad. <laughs> you are, I'm rinsing if Chad. If you are Chad, yeah, from Seattle uh, or Chad in general, do do drop us a message. Yeah, Chads to are confirm. much maligned these days. I worry about the ch- I worry <laughs> about the, the 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 psyche of the Chad guys. Get in touch. Chads of the world. How are you feeling, Chads? Let us know. But to answer Zeke's question, <laughs> uh, what is it you would frequently, you know, what is it in Japan, one thing you would frequently do or you have to do every trip you make? Mm. Um, what's that big park in uh, Shinjuku? That's quite nice. That's in front of that... Um, Shinjuku Park. Shinjuku, Shinjuku Park. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was that, sto- there was that yeah, great story literally. where that old man was just letting all the foreigners into Shinjuku Park for nothing because he, could, he didn't right. know enough English to uh, to ask for cash. Um, that's beautiful. Uh, and and to, So I do that pretty much every time, but also uh, I always uh, take people to the... Uh, it's like it's called Alcatraz ER. It's a rather run-down theme restaurant in Shibuya... Uh, just in the Love Hotel district that basically um, it's a cross between a prison hospital and a prison and it's um, it's just a weird so little experience it's a bar it's like a restaurant where you get locked up you get and locked you get up weird, weird food cocktails with silly names like drug overdose yeah and stuff, right? exactly yeah so there's syringes and also weirdly sex well, toys and street, stuff mate, there's yeah. always <laughs> <laughs> there's like drinks with like <laughs> butt plugs in them and stuff and it's just like and the, and the woman or man will come over and go this has been in my bum ha 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 and everyone goes oh it's disgusting and they have like curries that have been dyed blue um yeah, it's not fine dining. <laughs> it's pretty... And that's the one thing you do every time you come to Japan. You go to a restaurant thing yeah. like a prison yeah. in San Francisco <laughs> with horrific drug. Wouldn't expect anything no, else from you. exactly. Pizza, and obviously the bar Rockaholic um, in Shibuya as well. I always go there as well. That's my favourite bar. So basically, in summary, just you just drink yeah. when you come to Japan. Look, I'm, look, right. I'm on holiday, Chris. You know, for you, this is, for you, this is life. For me, it's a holiday. Every mate. day's a holiday for you, then, Pete. <laughs> Doesn't feel like um, it. We're coming at the World Cup for crying out loud. To, <laughs> I do a football podcast. It's a nightmare. I suppose you have to drink if you're doing no. a football podcast. Oi, oi. Um, as for me, what videos I'm going to do next? I'm actually going to. I've got a few documentaries lined up, mini documentaries, but above all, the big cycle across Japan, mm. which is going to happen in October, September time. I'm reverting to a vlog format for that, and so I'll be trying to work out how to make a video every single day for 30 days while I'm travelling across Japan. And I'm assembling a team of elite people uh, who can edit and film stuff. So I'll literally just be on the bike, cycling along, presenting the journey and promoting it, but I won't be editing it or filming it. So that's the next format, I guess. Putting out loads of content in a short space of time that's not shit. Because most vlogs, that most daily vlogs... Aren't that great, are they? It's just, oh, I'm going to go and buy a sandwich today. Oh, look, this is a, a great sandwich. It's got strawberries <laughs> in it. And it's just, I don't, just I don't know how to do daily it? vlogs. And I don't know why people watch them, really. I mean, I mean, With some notable exceptions. 
I mean, Chris says he's invested in you know a, a, a team. He's basically bought a selfie stick. That's his, that's his investment. <laughs> <laughs> he's bought one selfie stick. Uh, you're right, though. Um, kind of anything like that, any sort of daily vlog sort of thing is actually quite. It's actually quite difficult if you've got any level of um, self-control or self-respect or quality mm. control because it's just wittering on, isn't it, most of the time? Like, it's just people going, thinking that their opinion about something is more important than anything and it's just, it's it's lazy <laughs> and mm. naff and uh, it's really hard to make them good, but I'm sure, uh, I'm sure anyone who's, you know, haven't got rocks in their heads like you, Chris, will be able to make a success of them. <laughs> I'm sure people will be watching well, it. I don't ever, as far as I know, there is no rock in my head, but... <laughs> I'm going to try my best to make every single vlog interesting. Mm. And it should be, because we're going across Japan, right? Yeah, it's right. not like me in my everyday life where I'm just sitting at my desk eating a box of chicken and feeling depressed. Like, it's, it's going to be fun. So hopefully it'll work. Mm. So that's my plan, Zeke, and thank you for your question. Lovely old job. Which gave us a, with our extremely long answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one comes from Tom. Regarding Pete's accent, I was born and raised in South London and consider anything north of Camden to be quite alien. It is true. People from London, anything north mm. of Birmingham, they're like, what the hell? Actually, not even north of Birmingham. North anything of north of London for me. Yeah, north of Watford. It's like, whoa, it's just so exotic. North of Watford. <laughs> it's like the edge of the map. I don't know what goes on there. Especially where you're from. That's like... I, d- I don't know. I can't even imagine such a place. <laughs> well, we're just like out of the sticks. <laughs> imagine like a, I'm trying to think. We've got like a lot of there's a lot of shipbuilding there. So like imagine like a really small shipbuilding. F- shipbuilding. Oh, shipbuilding! Right. That's what you used to do when you were a kid. You used to put your fingers in your, in your mouth like that and and pull them apart like a clown and say, "My dad works in a shipyard." But if you pull your lips apart, my dad works in a shipyard. Ha ha! It sounds like shit. Uh, there we go. Sort of, sort of commentary that you get on Absolute Radio exactly. Um, Pete Donaldson. <laughs> but uh, what's, what's the actual question? Uh, what was the question? Um, uh, he, he likes my accent, and also I can confirm that the way that Chris says the email address is pretty darn slurry. Apparently, old Slava Lips. What? Chris over there. <laughs> uh, the question, though, is uh, what do you both think of the robot restaurant in Shinjuku, a.k.a. the best thing I've ever done in my life? My wife has uh, repeatedly asked me uh, to not to keep telling people that, bearing in mind that presumably you got married at some point. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. <laughs> robot restaurant. Robot restaurant. Robot restaurant. I've never been, Chris, to be honest. In all, my trips, in all my trips, I've never been. Dreadful, isn't it? I'm taking you in October. <laughs> we have to go at least once. You have to go at least one I time. Know. I mean... Every music video ever has now been shot at Robot Restaurant, yeah. it seems. Um, I saw a video with Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift out, I think it was in January. I can't remember what that song was called, but they filmed that at the Robot Restaurant. Yeah. Um, it was... Robot Restaurant, I've been to it three times now, I think. Mm. Um, I used to always take friends there, because people loved it. It was kind of a wacky, crazy thing. It was a lot better back in the day when I first filmed it in 2012, as it was tailored towards a Japanese audience then. Right. And it was a lot more like a burlesque cabaret performance for adults. It was a lot more adult, a a little bit more extreme, I felt. Uh, Whereas now, the last time I was there, nearly every single person at Robot Restaurant was foreign. And that's not an exaggeration. The first time I went... I was the only foreigner in this giant room, lots of Japanese salary men waving glow sticks around. That's what it looks like. <laughs> uh, and then now it's, 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 it is mostly foreigners. Yeah. It's one of the biggest foreign attractions in all of Tokyo, actually. Um, and yet it's still quite entertaining. It is pretty funny. And you do go in and wonder what's going on. You do lose sight of your sanity while you're in there. Because just... <laughs> 
is these women come out riding robots and then there's a big battle between a giant robot snake and a giant robot dinosaur. And there's this voiceover in English that really is so awful. It's it's like the voiceover was done by Natsuki. Um, <laughs> it's, it doesn't make much sense. I think they ran it through Google Translate or something. But yeah, I, you've got to go look at it and I'll take you there in October. So if you are coming to Japan, I recommend it. Yeah. If you're coming to Japan and you've got a few days in Tokyo, do go. Mm. It's like two hours. I think it's about $50, which is a lot, but yeah, try it. But don't get the bento box dinner. It's rubbish. Absolute rubbish. What do you mean? Like, it's just, it's just not very um, not very good? Well, you get like a... You, you can pay extra for a dinner. And right. And get like a little bento box while you watch it. Yeah. But it's rubbish. <laughs> yeah. Just have Don't a beer. Just have a beer. Enjoy it. Don't get it. <laughs> Love listening to your podcast in the car. Keep up the good work. My question is, are there any good beach holiday destinations in Japan? Ooh. Would you recommend anywhere? I was thinking of going to Japan with my girlfriend one week, lazing by a beach, and one week exploring Tokyo and Kyoto. Jonathan. Oh, hello, Jonathan. Jonathan, the answer is Okinawa. Oh, okay. Okinawa. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, you sound what you you didn't sound convinced then. Well, no. What was that? I was trying. To, I was trying to remember oh, where okay, that. I was trying okay. to remember like okay, it's the is that the loads of islands at the bottom? Like because uh, you can sort of island it is top the loads a little bit, of islands you? at the bottom. Yeah. Beautiful. The loads yeah. of islands at the bottom. It's I mean, uh, it's a, I tropical imagine it's a very paradise. underrated. I imagine it's very underrated as a as a beach holiday. You say that, but I think it's regarded as one of the top tropical resorts in the world. Really? Recently. Well, I, uh, I sort of look at um, I was because I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm going to head out to Korea at some point next month, and um, I'm doing Seoul and then flying down you? to Jeju. I'm going to Korea next month. Are you when? When are you in Korea? Uh, I can't remember the date. <laughs> sometime around the end of June, early July. Uh, oh, end of June, July. Oh, I'm, I'm going You're late. Not there, no, I'm going late July. Um, uh, but I'm doing, oh, but I'm doing Seoul and then flying over to uh, Jeju, which is the it's the busiest flight path in the world apparently. Seoul to Jeju, which is uh, Jeju is like the little island off the bottom of um, Korea, and they because um, it, it's such a popular resort basically. So there we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so leave a bit. But there for you me, go, Chris. Okinawa and Jeju. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Okinawa though is a beautiful paradise. I. No, I, it's funny, I never really wanted to go there, but then I ended up going there for a Odigo travel website project uh, two years ago now, right. I think, and I went with lots of other vloggers, and we went snorkelling, and I remember just going under the water and being able to see for like a kilometre under the sea, which was just so amazing and magical and rare, given that, well, for me it was a, a, a revelation, because the water in the UK, you can't see more than a foot, but the, <laughs> the water's beautiful, temperature's hot, the sand is magnificent. The food's quite good, and the locals are very nice and friendly. Uh, so yeah, Okinawa. If you can spare three or four days, I'd definitely go to Okinawa. Mm. To be honest, Chris, yes. uh, go to Okinawa. Chris kissed a mermaid. Um, right, <laughs> or two. Jack Huang. I've kissed a sea lion kissed and a dolphin. Have you kissed a sea lion? But not a mermaid. Oh, that'd be lovely. I've kissed a sea lion. I mean, they've got those little. It was the most weird, surreal experience. <laughs> did they? Did they smell a and fish? He, he sort of, he sort of laughed as I did it. He went. Excitement. Oh, they are so adorable. I love a seal or a sea lion. There's a there's a seal that comes up um, down Billingsgate Market, which isn't like massively outside <laughs> London. It's just you know on the corner of the Thames, yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, it, they moved out a little bit further, but it's still very much a, in London. Uh, but it's just on the Thames, and the Thames is like a filthy river. It's disgusting. Um, if you jump in there, you will get hepatitis. But uh, he uh, <laughs> there's a little seal that comes up um, when the when the um, 
when Billings Gate finished with a the fish, they chuck the you know fish heads into the sea. Um, mm. And there's a sea lion. Uh, sorry, there's a seal that comes up every morning and uh, gets fed fish, and then you know leaves. No way. It's adorable. Adorable little seal. That's amazing. Yeah. And what, he comes up the Thames. Comes up the Thames, right, right up the Thames, past the barrier, oh, right, up the, oh, right that far. Amazing. And he's alive. And he's swimming know, through the Thames. I know. Doesn't die in a sea of sewage and carrier bags poison. And, 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 and shopping trolleys and old Boris bikes. Yeah. Tough seal. <laughs> tough old, tough <laughs> old bird. Yeah. Um, uh, what was going to say? Uh, do, do you want to take uh, Jack Wang's um, uh, email, or do you want because uh, because you, you haven't watched Isle of Dogs yet? Basically, it's a film related. Uh, Film-related email. What's that? Is it, oh, oh, God. The, the, uh, yeah. yeah. Hello, Chris and Pete. In the giant takoyaki video, uh, which is a video I did on another channel mm. called Tokyo Creative, I had to make a giant ball of takoyaki. I watched that. Fried octopus ball. I watched that, Chris, and I was you know? genuinely oh. impressed uh, with both the technique and also, I really <laughs> want a giant takoyaki now and I've never seen one in real life. You know what? I didn't think I was going to be able to cook it because you have to sort of Flip you make it, the batter, yeah, yeah. you pour it in, and then you have to put like octopus and seaweed mm. and mayonnaise and uh, Worcester sauce, and it actually came out all right. Mm. I pulled it off. I was really happy. Go and watch the video and see me succeed at cooking something for once. <laughs> uh, but in the giant takoyaki video, Chris told us that he has been watching a film every day for months. Can Chris share with us any gems he's discovered in the process? All the best from Taipei, Jack Huang. Uh, Jack, best film I've seen in a while. Uh, I like Logan. That was a good film oh, good, from yeah. last year, admittedly. Logan, that was the first su- superhero film I've seen in a long time that I thought, yes. This is it. Unlike Deadpool 2, which I watched just last week, uh, I didn't really like Deadpool 2. Have you seen it? Uh, no, no, I've not even seen the first one, to be honest, but I've seen it. Uh, it's more of I the mean, same, I've been hearing. It's more of the same. It's um, The thing is, there's a lot of humour in it, mm. and it's very hit and miss. Yeah. I'd say like one in every five jokes, you kind of go, <laughs> that's good. Right. But when you put so many jokes in the script, every moment when there's something happening, when there's something that's not supposed to be laughed at, mm. it kind of derails the moment a little bit yeah. and yeah I don't know I, I just found the it just removed me from the film also he breaks the fourth wall a heck of a lot mm. and kills himself Ryan Reynolds so it, again it doesn't really work you become very self aware yeah. that you're watching a film that's been made by humans yeah. and it's just people acting uh, so there's a fine line between breaking the fourth wall and they break it too much so I didn't really like Deadpool 2 yeah what other films have I watched? I still haven't seen the Isle of Isle oh, of Dogs. It's, it's, you, you, I know I said two <laughs> podcasts ago, I'm going to reward myself for doing Natsuki the movie by finally seeing the Isle of Dogs or Isle of Dogs because it's it's come out in Japan. Yeah, but the cinema down the road in Sendai, it's only on at nine a.m. in the morning, <laughs> and I don't get up till about eleven a.m. at the moment because my body clock is proper screwed. Yeah. Proper, scre- proper screwed. It's the, uh, it's the technical term, <laughs> and so I just can't get up in the morning for it. But I'm working my way up to it. This Saturday, I'm going to try. I'm going to try and get up at about eight. I've got to get up at least seven thirty to make it in there and watch it. So yes, I mean, I'm going to. I'm going to do it, Pete. Believe in me. Do you believe in me, Pete? <laughs> do you believe in me? No, because your sleeping pattern is very similar to mine. No, it's like brilliant. two a.m. and then two a.m. up till two a.m. Uh, sleep until about nine. So yeah, it's 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 a ridiculous time to put on a film, really. Yeah, I it's a shame. Yeah, I, I I hate it. I'd love to get. I love getting up early in the morning, but my body clock is just screwed, mm. and I can't fix it. And there's nothing I could do. 
other than knock myself out with a hammer <laughs> at around 10pm and hope I wake up early the next morning. Yeah, even even when my even because I'm doing like drive time at the moment, so I'm not up until I'm not up until like mid, I'm not up until past midnight, but I still wake up later than eight. So that's not early, is it? Yeah. <laughs> for most people. Three three films though for you, Jack, that I recommend watching that I give a nine out of ten. Mm. Shape of Water. Uh, by Del Toro, that was a very good film. Really enjoyed mm. that. Bridge of Spies with Tom Hanks, made by uh, Tom Hanks, directed by Steven Spielberg. That was a really good film. Uh, and Last King of Scotland. I mean, that came out two thousand and six, but the performance in that by Forrest Whitaker mm. is amazing. Yeah. So yeah, watch those three films. All nine out of ten. Um, all worth watching. Mark uh, is it Mark Rylance in uh, Bridge of Spies is very good. Sort of like he's very good. Yeah. Would it help if I was nervous? The, the dude from. Um, Dunkirk, right? Yeah, that's the fella. He's the guy who has the boat. He's incredible, a very good actor. incredible actor. Yeah. He's uh, he can kind of, he was in um, Ready Player One, and they'd sort of uh, made him look younger with technology, and it was actually quite uh, quite harrowing. <laughs> it's like, oh no! Um, Another Steven Spielberg film. Mm. Yes, yes, of course. Steven Spielberg bit, must love it. Loves a bit of Rylance um, and Chris Nolan. The um, if you look at uh, what was I watching a few days ago? Uh, I watched a film with Woody Harrelson in. It was Woody Harrelson's directorial debut. Now, usually when big Hollywood actors um, just de- decide to um, go behind the camera, they just do like a softball romantic comedy or, or drama or something. Uh, he didn't do that because uh, he's brilliant. He went to London and filmed a live film. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about that. It was incredible. Yeah, he filmed a film. It was live, right? Yeah. So how did that actually work? Well, it, he basically just... I don't know, to be honest. It really is. Just things <laughs> like... Just simple stuff like the the mics, you know what I mean? Because he transfers from taxi to taxi to, to prison to... Um, to nightclub, to all of these places, to bathroom in in, in, a, in a nightclub, stuff like that, and all the times the cameras are able to fill, follow him. The lighting is great, and it looks amazing. And, and there's so many sort of really interesting tricks they employ um, to get things in people's mouths, get things out of people's what's, mouths. What's like it that. called? It's called um, Lost in London Live. Uh, I think it's out now. I, I saw it on. A, I must admit, I saw it on a hooky stream, naughty boy. But um, it's basically a romp <laughs> through London. Uh, a man, Woody Harrelson, trying to keep his life together. It's his directorial debut and it's a beautiful piece of work very very uh, skillfully deftly done they, they filmed it around London and they had like a screening in like a live screening in, in 200 um, mm. cinemas in, in the US and also a couple here and the couple here were like I think at the start and the end points of where the film was set where it was basically being filmed in the night so it's like weird so weird that could be really good I mean obviously it sounds a bit of a novel concept yeah. but if it you know Technically, no, but, but when, it sounds like one hell of a cheap. When you watch these, um, watch when you watch like EastEnders, when they do like a like a, one of the popular subs here is like EastEnders or Coronation Street, they'll occasionally to bolster views uh, to get to get the viewers in. They'll do a live show. They'll do like a live um, a live episode, and the amount of mistakes in that is just such a joke. And people go, oh, sort of laugh it off and go, well, you know, it's live. People, you know, occasionally mess up. Like the amount of times actors will. Mm. will um, talk to another actor and instead of using their character name they're just acting now uh, but with this film nobody misses a step like Owen Wilson's great um, a few other like pretty like Willie Nelson's in it and he doesn't miss a step they're all fantastic so well done in the heat Woody the Harrelson. Moment, they pulled it yeah, off yeah well done Woody Harrelson <laughs> professional <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah um, 
that's about it for us, I think, and it's we've run out of time once again. It is, it is. We've we've rushed around the clock here. <laughs> uh, thank you for sending your questions in, guys. Do send in more to abroadinjapanpodcast at gmail dot com. We're always looking for more funny stories, more questions. Send them into the fax machine. Mm. We'll be back same time next week on Wednesday. But wherever you are out there in the big wide world, thanks for listening and have a great day. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.